Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Just before we start the, the podcast this week, just wanted to let you know that there is still time, if you want, to buy the Fighting Cox Christmas Jumpers. Um... If you haven't got a Christmas jumper sorted, then don't worry, because all you need to do is go to thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash shop, and there are some Christmas jumpers you can buy, or not, it doesn't matter. If I mean, buy them, because we get money, or don't, and just listen to the podcast, but get, get you know, get, get, don't worry just do what you want it's the fighting it's the fighting clock it's the fighting it's the fighting Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined on the light, no, just not on the light, I don't know what I, what I keep saying. That. I'm joined by big, the massive man, John Bass. Hey, if I was on the line, um, that's nowhere near as good as being in person. Because It was snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring a big beluga in from the, from the ocean. Yeah. And we've got Bardi from the Extra Inch. Hello Flav. I don't like calling you Bardi from the Extra Inch because I still feel like you're you're you belong to us. I do. Just call me Bardi then. You don't don't need to don't need to label me. Everyone's so obsessed with labeling each other. Just call me Bardi. Yeah, but I look at your Twitter handle and you you you're Bardi T E I. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it, but it's no. less confusing to people anyway because people like you can't even spell Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. So you got rid of that question. Why am I being violated right now? <laughs> Who's violating? Why? I'm not. You. you... You are, you are. Um, anyway, Tottenham Hotspur have just beaten Norwich. To, well, I'd say just in the last twenty-four hours have beaten Norwich. 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 Sorry, Brentford. We're playing Norwich. In, in see, don't get this on the extra inch, yeah. <laughs> Getting the entire opponents wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's either like there's the the passion brigade or the laptop brigade. We, we can't even decide who we're playing brigade. We're just we're so far away from even getting either of those two camps right. So it's fine. Yeah. John, talk into your mic if possible, as much as you can. How's that? Graham Torrington's late night love. Is that doing it for yeah. you? Yeah, so much better. <laughs> so much better. Um, Bardi, we haven't spoken to you for a while. It must be a month or so. Maybe maybe two months. Um, Conte, I think it was at the start of Conte's reign, so maybe a month. Um, as 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 a you know a general fan that's just watching who doesn't really understand football in, in a in a molecular level. Um, Conte seems to have improved Tottenham somewhat. We we are we, we currently sit. If we had played Burnley, you know, and and beat them, we'd be fourth in the league. We would be the fourth best team in England if we'd have beaten Burnley. If we'd, we'd have been able to play Burnley and and beaten their depleted side, we would been we would been currently placed fourth as the best team in England, which is madness to me, buddy. But how much of that is down to Conte? Do you think? 
I think it would have been too early to go fourth. I don't want to be fourth yet. I want to kind of hang back. Not that I want to lose, but I just want to keep winning. But I want someone else to to be in fourth. Let Arsenal, West Ham, let them take it. And we'll just kind of motor along and just pick up three points, scrappy wins here and there. And then and then in the new year, we'll, we'll motor along. I don't, it does I don't feel want like to it, be at the front. It does feel like West Ham are, are the guys at the front, doesn't it? Which is yeah, weird let, to them, say. let them have the pressure. Let them have the pressure of trying... Of the, you know, you don't know what it's like when back in the day when we used to be in kind of high pressure football matches in the league. That it gets quite stressful. So let them it's have horrible. the stress. And, yeah, it's awful. But let's. I'm, I always let's don't there. want us to get good again. I, I'm I'm quite happy being. I'm not happy, right? I'm not happy. You know, being a supporter under Jose Mourinho or Nuno. Mm. I'm not really happy, but I'm not as stressed as I was in the final season or, or, or the penultimate season of. Pochettino's reign where because when you're really good when you're really really good there's no stress because you know you're just going to pump Stoke pump Sunderland whoever but when you're kind of just not good but not bad yeah then middling then it's a problem every game becomes so important yeah and I, I, I'm not I'm not ready for that yet but it, uh, 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 maybe having like Conte in charge and, and, and it's going to be a sort of sort of uh, a steady but slow progression to becoming really good again maybe we can build up a kind of mental fortitude of, of uh, uh, that will, will enable us to deal with very difficult and and you know sort of game, just games that you, you feel like you should win but typically we haven't done in the past so I just kind of feel like we may be building to something better and I just like Barry just want to ask this question again what how much has Conte done in your opinion in the last month or so well, you can see we play a whole new different system and it's not a system that they're, they're just kind of fumbling around in. There, are, there is plan and there's a, a style to it. We haven't quite nailed it yet, but um, the kind of performances of Reguilón and Emerson really kind of stretching the opposition defence. Kane, Lucas for uh, every now and then, but Kane's son. And I think there's definitely something there. Skip's improvement. There's been improvement. Dyer. And Davies, Jesus, those. I was, two. Say, I was just about to say you've missed like a like two massive players. There. Yeah, Davies in, in is do- insane. He's he's an aggressive left-sided centre back who goes and wins the ball. Come and on, charges, charges forward. He's amazing. Mate, we've got Maldini, one. Mate. <laughs> we've got Mal- the Welsh Maldini. <laughs> Absolutely, John. What 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 do you make? Like, I mean, we don't we don't want to overdo it, but Ben Davies has been so. Just assured, like, I don't. I'm not even worried about him. Like when he, when he, when he's one of the start, a part of our starting lineup. I think that's fine. That's that. I don't even think about it really. What, what, what do you make of Ben Davies? And he's he's rise to being a player that most Spurs fans think, yeah, it's fine. He's playing for us. <laughs> what, what do you make of that metastatic rise? I think it's as simple as for a long time. He's played left back, or we've asked him to be an attacking left back, and he's had yeah. various spells where sometimes he's done okay, sometimes he's looked fucking horrendous. But we've all said the good thing is about him, he can also play in a back three if we need it, and we just have hardly ever seen him there. And I think that basically Conte's just gone, well, that's his best position, that's the system I want to play. He's just playing really well there. Um, I think it's as simple as that. I don't. I, I mean, I'd like to see the numbers of games he's actually played prior to Conte in left of a back three consistently for us um, not for us for, for us he wouldn't have done but well, for I mean. Wales so, 100% but, but I think we've all 
in passing, people have gone, oh, and the good thing about him is he can play centre-back if needed. But actually, like when he's played there for Wales, he's played well. So I wonder if it's just a case of he feels that is his best position. Conte sees that. He's just got, got some confidence installed in him. And it's just working. It's just clicking. And it helps. John... Reggion as well outside. And, and you know, uh, Conte had um, Cahill as his left-sided centre-back at Chelsea. So... The, the guy knows what he's doing. I, I, I'm fully on board with Conte here. I'm ready to bin off any player that Conte doesn't believe in. Um, well, this this and... is it, buddy. Just on that, so sorry to cut you, mm-hmm. but it, it, it does feel like right now, whatever Conte wants, we, we, we should sort of agree with. Yep. And you look at his subs yesterday when he was managing the game. I think Winks came on. Uh, remind me, sorry, you're the subs. Tanganga watched... came on. Yeah, so... <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Fucking dog mugging me off. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you stop, please. Sit. Calm. Be go. quiet. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, my my point. Oh, <laughs> my point was that um, but that 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 he he made changes that weren't exciting. Winks came on, Tanganga came on, and the other Bo-Bine. one that I mentioned. Yeah, Bo- Bovine later on. But they, those weren't exciting subs. They weren't. What, what I thought there were parts in, you know, towards 60, 70 minutes where you're thinking, and Domble, maybe he could bring bring him on and we can control the midfield. Because that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Ndombele on because I love watching him play football. But the, the sensible thing for him to do, for, for Conte to do, evidently, was to bring on players that made, made, made it so that we would win that game. But I wonder if if Nuno had done the same, maybe maybe Nuno would well, never have been in that position where he he could bring on defensive players. But it just it just made sense to me. I was comfortable. And like just going back to when I started when I started making this point was that whatever Conte wants, we should just go along with, right? Yeah, and you know, had Nuno brought on those players and we didn't win the game, then we'd be all after him. And the same, we could question Conte as well, but. He, there was sense to what he was doing, and he said some really nice things about Winks. This, um, yeah, was it yesterday or after the game? And Emerson was tired, so he swapped out Emerson. And then he needs to, um, he needs to get Bergwijn playing because he's already said he wants Bergwijn as a nine, and he needs to see him in game time. And Bergwijn needs to play. So they, there was there was common sense uh, subs. There weren't, yeah, there weren't glorious subs like Chuck on Delhi, Chuck on Ndombele, and let's just go for it. But. There were uh, common sense subs. I don't, I don't hate Bergvine as a nine, John. Do you? No, I'm quite, I'm quite excited to see how that works because otherwise, I mean, it's going to foul. It definitely will foul, but <laughs> the idea of it is good. The idea of it is exciting because otherwise, we've got a really expensive asset who doesn't fit anywhere else in this in this system. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely excited by it. Just, just on the like um, topic of like substitutions, I, I think the other thing about Conte, the reason why I think this a lot of this makes sense is he plays a particular system that requires a particular level of energy from particular players on the pitch. So like we we are going to see fullbacks get subbed every game. So think he he makes a lot of his decisions based on energy level which comes down to his system and that I think that's one thing that most fans have been crying out for is like we haven't got a system we haven't got a way of playing what's our identity well we have one now and so we're gonna have to see and we're gonna have to accept that one of the fullbacks maybe both of them are gonna get subbed every game and that's fine because that's actually part of the system and part of our plan going forward do you think do you think Conte the the Conte effect the the the, the that we have a manager of his caliber and the way he holds himself and conducts himself, 
Do you do you think that makes up for the the lack of depth or the lack of quality that we've got in our squad? And can Conte's influence make it almost a guarantee that we will finish above West Ham, but more importantly, Arsenal? Like what? Like how? Do, where, where do you see we're going, buddy? Like what? Like with our squad, what what are we going to do this season? What do do, do you think? Because I. Like I say, like if we if we if we'd played Burnley and beaten, we'd be fourth right now. I think I think we'll push really hard for fourth, but I, I just got a funny feeling we might just miss out on to Man United. I just got a funny feeling that they might just click and get it together. But uh, I think we'll finish above Arsenal, uh, West Ham as well. They're already on a rocky patch, and going through the the Christmas period, then when Europa League kicks back in for them, I think if we get knocked out of the Europa Conference. Or next week, and then we get knocked out of the League Cup by West Ham, then we won't see any more shuffling. It will be first 11, first 11 the whole way to the end of the season. And, and maybe we'll just sneak in fourth, but I got a funny feeling we'll finish fifth. Just We'll just miss out. I mean, fifth right now. I mean, I maybe fifth right now, but fifth, it, it's just a weird place we find ourselves in because it feels like the start of the season been, has been shit. Yeah. Does anyone else feel that way? Well, we weren't top of the league after the first month. I keep forgetting that. Well, that, that's the thing is, like, in, in terms of like comparing us to Arsenal, is like we were nine points clear of them after the first three games. And we we were we were so bad. This is why this is it, this is why it's so the whole thing's so hard to reconcile. Mm. Is because we we were we we won our first three games, then we got slapped all over the place. We got we got three. What is it? Three nil by Chelsea. Three one by Arsenal. Um, got beat three by three nil Palace and, and three nil Man United. Mm. So it's because of those results that it's hard to sort of start to believe that we we're okay or or we're on the path to something better than what we've experienced. It, it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster. And you look at you look at the league. You know you look at the, the top three. You have a plus goal difference of like seventy five com- combined. And barring West Ham, we've got a plus eight goal difference. Everyone else is on zero or a minus goal difference. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, and it just shows that the top three sides are so far beyond all the rest of the league. But it's just, it's a difficult, weird situation we find ourselves in. But we can be hopeful because of the situation, because of the league table. Look, you know, we, by rights, if we'd, been able to play as many games as everyone else we could with uh, you know as, with a lot of confidence to say that we, we 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 could be fourth right now to say that spurs are four, and i said it earlier but fourth best team in the entire country given everything we've experienced in the last couple of months is is madness it really is um i just wanted to ask you a question you know you mentioned buddy about the changing system mm-hmm. um the the free four free has helped Ben Davies massively. I think it's helped Dyer, but also uh, Emerson Royale. Yeah. What, 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 like, what, what, what did you make of like, like, how important is is that the the, the, the changing system is suiting the players that we have? Like, yeah, like, well, that... it's kind of hit the weaknesses. He's hit the weaknesses of yeah. um, of Reggion, who was he was playing pretty bad at left back, and Emerson at right back. He's hit those weaknesses. It's hit. Uh, Dyer's weakness of playing in the two with either Sanchez alongside him or fuck knows who else. Um, so it's hid, it's hidden all of Dyer's, all, every single problem with Dyer's been hit because he's now in the middle of two centre-backs 
And we saw like David Luiz, who was a uh, pretty good on the ball, but a terrible, terrible defender. Yeah. He was able to hide. That's if you're if you're a centre back and you have a weakness, sit in between two others, and you'll you'll be okay. It's you, also um, negated the, the necessity to have a creative midfielder. So we always used to play Skip and Hjoiberg, and those two. I mean, I love Skip, but Hjoiberg is a fucking cement mixer, and uh, he just it just it elevates them having to think, win the ball, and then create stuff. It just moves them out of the equation, so which is great. So having a system that just suits the play, the limited abilities of the players that we have, is a positive thing, right? So yeah. So if we if we get the most out of the players we have, then it's like. It's like making love to your missus, right? You know that in missionary or when she's on top, you can last for a bit. But if she if she go if she if she presents herself in a doggy situation, then you're not going to last. And in a way, that's what Tottenham are currently. We're we're it's we're, simple. Yeah, we're we're letting all of the players do missionary for twenty minutes, mm-hmm. but we need the players who when they're in the doggy situation, to last, to do 20 minutes of solid pumping. That's, and, and, and it's difficult. That's why you keep subbing them off, because they just can't keep it up. You can't, you, you can't, you can't not come in, in that, in that situation. Like, like normal human beings like us, I don't know what you're, you're feeling, uh, John, when, when you get into the doggy situation, but I'm pretty sure if I, if I know you like I think I do, you're five minute man in doggy. Like five minutes is magnificent in that situation. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, we need players that can can do doggy for twenty minutes. In my situation, it's more like uh, rhinoceri, uh, two magnificent beasts going at it. Um, it's all more like interspecies, really. Like, <laughs> interspecies. There's a dog, and then the one dog in is a fucking rhino, or is a big buffalo. Um, it's more like that, really, isn't it? They don't look Pretty like they're the same species. species these days. It's, it's a species just kind of like dropped off, kind of dark porn. Like you'd always, there'd always be like a, a, a video or something on a on a disc going around at school back in the day. But these days, maybe I just don't move in the same circles. <laughs> there was always bestiality somewhere, no? What? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what we're talking about now. I'm just talking about our players. <laughs> I'm you just talking. It, about... No, 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 no. I took it to a place where Oliver Skip. His performances in Hoybier and Sanchez and Dyer is like in the bedroom doing 20 minutes missionary. That's all, all I said. And what we need players who can last while doing doggy. What I, I didn't, I don't know what bestiality. Why, why are we talking about bestiality? <laughs> I'll try and I'll try and bring it back. Uh, Got in that case, so I, I do totally agree that uh, it, it hides the weaknesses, but I do think it also like elevates strengths as well. Like. Dyer, if you're gonna list his strengths, you'd say like for a big unit, he's not bad on the ball. Like he can pass. If you give him a bit of time, he can find a pass. So like also playing a three gives you the, that player in the middle can find a pass. That that helps you. Um, it's also elevating like Royale's just got an engine. That guy is up and down. Yeah, what do you like, what do you think about him? I really like him. I like I really, him too. Even when we were getting pumped and he was playing right back, I was like, I quite like him though. He's like quite physical and he's like getting up and down. There's something there. Um, and then the same with Reg. Like, I was really critical of him at left back because we were asking him to think about a lot of things, do a lot of things, almost be quite creative from a left back position and try and find passes inside. Now we're just basically like get up and down the fucking line, like just get yeah. up and down the line, just be an engine. Yeah. And suddenly he looks great, like he's he's causing all sorts of problems. So I think it's definitely hiding sins and also like elevating players. And if you start 
elevating the standard of players in those positions as well, like as yeah. as the transfer windows go on, and the players get used to the automations and the system that we're playing. We're gonna fucking fly, mate. We're going to fly. Well, like you know, it's great. You know, yeah. I just yeah, want I just want to make one comment on the wing backs because we used to call Pochettino like the fullback whisperer, but Conte's done mad things with with wing backs, man. Yeah. Victor Moses, yeah. Ashley Young, Ivan Perisic. You know, who would have thought Perisic would become like a title winning wing back? He was. He was a, a winger that would kind of flit in and out of games. And he's just turned into just a monster. And he he does great things. Damian at Inter as well. He's done brilliant things. And Reguilon and Emerson are good players. And yeah, I have a lot of faith in what, what they can turn into. When you, you just mentioned Damian there, was this mm. the guy for, who played for Man United? Yeah, yeah. Well, I quite liked Man United signing. Yeah. yeah, and he was sold back to Inter. I think he probably between a different a few other clubs and right and then Conte got him yeah and, and then Conte got him playing uh, as that right wing back role is that right yeah and he's still playing quite well there yeah oh, that's magnificent and and, and and it's just um the fact that you know like like we, we were sort of alluding to earlier is that Davies was written off and Reguilon was wasn't as good as we hoped he might be and stuff. And just a change in system has, has released those players. Davies doesn't have to do the left left back role. He can he can sit and be comfortable in his probably as he, he said. I think he was on record as saying that he prefers to play as a in in the left side of a back three. And it's it's a wonderful thing to see Reguilon, <clears throat> as we have done in the, in the last couple of games, just bomb on and just be available to 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 do damage but also seeing Davies pop up it's like I don't know it's like, like Son gets a ball or, or, or Skip gets a ball midfield and they're looking around who's there and they're like what the fuck is Ben Davies is Ben Davies available what's going on there what, why is he alright it doesn't matter just give him the ball because the um the, the, the system suits suits those players and it's I don't know like like players they're all great right they're all better footballers than you know 99.9% of any human man yeah. who's born. Even drunk. <laughs> even drunk, they're better footballers than us. <laughs> yeah. if, if we go a year without drinking and training every day, them well, turning up drunk, they'd still be better than us. Exactly. Exactly. They would be. And and, and so sometimes if you just have, have the right ingredients, the right manager and the right system, you can get the most out of, uh, out of some of these players. And they might not be the players that get us there. But right now, they're the players we have and they're doing their bit. And I like it. I really like it. I I, I like seeing Ben Davies do well. It's a lovely thing to see. Yeah, and just I mean, going full, full circle, sorry, sorry, buddy. Just going full oh, circle sorry. on this one. Like Thinking about like where we are and, and where we might finish, I, I sort of tend to agree with what Buddy was saying. That we might fall slightly short. Like We might just, we might be very close to fourth and might be fifth. Best thing, like we've been in this Europa Farmers League conference, whatever it is. If we get back into at least Europa League, at least that's a step in the right direction. The squad, even if they do improve and we're kind of happy with the trajectory, there's definitely room for improvement, right? You can upgrade yeah. on, say, a Lucas. You can upgrade on, say, a Davis and a Sanchez. You can we upgrade up, on pop, Hoiberg. But, yeah, Byron right. Kane, you could probably, and Son, you could upgrade, and Laurie, so you could upgrade everywhere, really. True, but like even if, you know, just the ones I mentioned there, like one from the defence, one from the midfield, one from the attack, and you just sprinkled quality in those two positions, like that takes us up another level. And then we finish fourth or in the top four the following season. Like you can see a way where now we actually have a system and a way of playing that's repeatable and you start just trimming the fat of this squad and improving it slowly but surely. There's now a bit of light and I think it's been very like doom and gloom. 
with the squad and with with the managers and the club's been a bit kind of miserable for quite a while i think now we're seeing a little bit of light coming through the clouds and it's like there's there's a chance for some optimism on the horizon which is a good thing yeah indeed uh we've got questions here boys uh booch he says does emerson fit conte's system if spurs could get a refund and spend the 30 million pound elsewhere do you think they would do it what? I, where's the hate coming from why is it why why is booch shitting on Raheel? I know, I've seen a that, few. I've seen a few things knocking around. People just going. going did you find that it. an odd question, though, buddy? Is that an odd question to you? Because it was odd when I read it. <sighs> no, I've seen people complain about him and don't. They think he doesn't have an end product and the usual kind of things they throw at fullbacks. Remember, they used to say the same about Walker. Doesn't have an end product. <laughs> Len, now like, oh, that, those were our best days when Walker was right back. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So, so the answer to your question is that we. Have we made a mistake by Royale? I don't think he's done anything to. It's not a mistake, is he? It's not. It's, it, this isn't Tramazani. It's not. Um, who's a Brazilian left back we had? Gil- Gilberto. Yeah, Gilberto. it's not him. It's not. It's not like you know Stelteri. He, he, he's done more than enough. Yeah. We should support him. <laughs> I think Surely. so. Yep. I mean, John, if you had thirty million pounds to spend on a right back that replaced Royale, would would you? Would you was is that where we need to? Uh, there's other places that we need to figure out other than that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, if you had an unlimited budget, like, are there better right backs in the world you could sign for an unlimited? Yeah, of course there are. But like, if you're saying we get get thirty million, I would not be spending it on a replacement for Emerson. No, no. I think there's a lot other places we could spend the money. Buddy, how about um, Damien? No, no, I don't want Damien. I, I think no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not asking you whether you want him. I'm asking whether or not you'd replace him for Emerson. No. Okay, so th- 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 there we have, there we have it. I mean, you um, could pick one random right back. Like, would I swap Emerson for Hakimi? Yeah, I would. <laughs> he's he's a he's a PSG, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, he, well, he's no. not. You know, um, uh, Clay Clay W says winning the league aside, of course we will. Is top four a virtual lock on now? <laughs> Why do people do this themselves? Uh, game in hand on five and. Uh, game in hand on fourth and fifth with Man United uh, being shambles behind. It's ours to lose right now. Is fourth ours to lose right now, John? No, because I think um, because, <laughs> because we've lost four games three nil this season. <laughs> also, you know, again going right back to the start of the pod, like this down to contact. Well, no, because like he's only just come in. So like those three wins that we spoke about at the top, that that was down to Nuno. But what happens from here on in is down to him. And I think like that will give us a really good chance. So I don't think it's ours to lose. I think we're going to be in the fight for it. Um, I think with United, it's like if, if you have a uh, a load of shit players and a, a manager in disarray and don't have a system, that's good. you're going to struggle. If you have a load of good players and you don't have a manager with any clues or any system and you bring someone in who can get them organised, like we've seen with Conte, give yourself a good chance. United have a shitload of good players. So they're not just going to... I don't think they're going to be in disarray for much longer. I think they'll be pretty steady for the rest of the season. And that will run them very close. So I think it's it's going to be pretty tight and we'll see. But no, I don't, I don't think we're... I think it suits us that it's not us in the driving seat. That's fine. And if we sneak in, then happy days. Um, Felonius asked a question and this has been liked by 138 people, which is... Gee. It's quite a lot for a question on this. I think that, that we, we, the actual request for questions has only been like by 148. So you nearly <laughs> ratioed us, as the kids say. 
Uh, he said, would you rather your child grows up being a super aggressive anti-vaxxer <laughs> or make signs begging for players to sign the show? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> what, I, Barney, I what, what, what would you rather want? A son that's an anti-vaxxer or a son, some, a son that takes a cardboard cutout asking for Harry Winks to suck his dick? <laughs> but is it the kids who are making the signs or is the parents? Because... So, <laughs> you do worry that it is the parents because that's what, what is that kid going to grow up to be? But if You're it is the kids... the kids out onto the pitch to go get things and do things. It's all a bit... A bit weird. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd, maybe an anti-vaxxer. Maybe because you have a little bit of chat with him, he'd, he'd have some views. He would ne- you'd never have a boring dinner. So I'd hate a child that was politically engaged. I'd hate it. <laughs> I'd hate it because I'm I'm like the furthest from that. I couldn't give a fuck about any of it. Yeah. Imagine the kid at a dinner table going, "Oh, I'm not eating this because it's got sort of fucking." Sheep protein in my sausage. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not interested. But also, I couldn't take a kid in with a cardboard sign. I'd choke him out. I, that's what I'd do. You can bring it in, kid. You can bring it in, and then as kickoff comes close, just slowly, really, really grab him in the in the in the crease of my arm and choke him out. The problem would be that I, w- I wouldn't be able to choke him out, and he'd get up and hold his sign up anyway. Does depend on the sign though. If it's an A4 piece of paper, then he, he deserves slaps. But if he's if he's gone to the effort and he's got himself a nice bit of cardboard, he's cut it properly, stuck the paper on it and painted it nicely, then you know arts and crafts shit. Then I I kind of let that go a little bit. It's Ma- beggy, but I'd let it go. Mark D is that's worse for me to be honest. If he's gone yeah. if he's gone that much of an effort, he's become a tryhard. I, I definitely would go for the anti vaxxer because. If they're... Because you're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, so I have someone to talk to. Um, if they were going out uh, doing their anti-vax propaganda or whatever, I don't have to be there really, right? So I'd be fine. They can just do that on their own. Mm. But if I'm going to Spurs with a kid with a sign, people on TV are going to go, oh, look at that dad making his kid do that sign. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the shirt for himself. Yeah, what a sad fucking nonce. Check his hard drive. And I'd just become a meme. So I just figured like maybe that's the way I'd go and just uh, yeah, have an anti-vaxxer. For Mark Dees has followed this up with saying, that now this is making me rethink whether I want kids or not. Um, a, everyone should think before they procreate. They should, have, they should have a word with themselves and their partner, obviously, and think about whether or not they should or deserve, not, not deserve, but maybe whether or not they should have kids because there's a lot of us on this fucking planet, man, and you don't need to keep adding to it. Yeah, we're overpopulated. I'm not having kids mm. for the record, so this will never, this won't be an issue for me. Um, so maybe I'll just create my own signs. Um, anti-vax for life at the next Spurs game. I do. <laughs> uh, Jake asked a question. He says, who is benefiting more from this new formation, Davies or Reggie? Um, I think they dovetail really nicely together. I got in a little you. bit of a, a, a little bit of a weird argument with Windy on on Twitter about this because he, he was he was going after Big Dave and I, I don't I don't think Dave is very good but you know it's his first time in in that position and and he was with Emerson and new role and everything else but I do think Davies and Reggion have got something working together which is weird because normally they would never ever be on the pitch at the same time. Um, what, what, Windy was going after uh, Davinson. Yeah, of course he was. He loves going after Davinson. He, he yes, hates he's... the Latinos. I mean, he's shit, isn't he? Dave, shit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> like we said, like earlier on, like he's much better than all of us. He's always like he oh, could yeah. he could run rings around. Uh, do, do you know what I'm saying? This and I can hear, I can hear John Bass's inner workings in his brain going. Actually, I, I think I might be bit a little bit better. Like get 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 Davidson on a five side pitch, I'll fucking ruin him. That's what you're yeah, thinking I in mean, your head, John. What I was thinking is like I've probably played with lads who were at the same standard as Mura, and like <laughs> once or twice in my life I've probably like turned them inside out. So if Dab, if Dab's there, I'm like just drop the shoulder and see him slide across. Just 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 go home. Taxi for Davidson. Uh, he's, he's a bizarre player. He's a bizarre player because. Yeah. Sometimes he looks great, but other times he's a mess. It's like, I don't know what he's thinking about. It's like, if you're asking him to play on the front foot, on the, you know you know when he came on against Leeds, I thought he was really good, like really like aggressive. And all he had to do was defend on the front foot. And I shouldn't say all he had to do. That's really difficult things too. But like he did it really well against Leeds. The problem he has is when the ball gets played to him and under Conte's system and the vast majority of modern football will ask centre-backs to play football. The the problem he has is when he has to kick the ball at another one, <laughs> at another person who is on his side. That's where it all falls apart for him. And when he has and, to run backwards, where he looks like one of those idiots who just got a pair of, skate, of uh, roller skates and down the park trying to skate backwards and he keeps stacking it. He just can't. If someone's running at him, he's he's a mess. He, he doesn't know what to do. That's quite a niche um, niche reference. That have you not like seen one of these, these... Idi- I, mean, I don't think I've seen another human being on roller skates since '89. You've been out of London for ages, though. That's the problem. It's it's really back in. Everybody's is it rife? Is it ri- the roller rife. skate is rife? In, in yeah. There's a roller skating epidemic in London. <laughs> Forget COVID. It's roller skates. Bauer. <laughs> They're fucking okay. everywhere. Bauer. Oh, mate. When I when I, I I I I got a pair of Bauer roller skates from from my older brother, and they had socks around the top, like those thick socks. Mate, those great days. Yeah. Before, it was like line skates versus normal roller skates. Remember the, like the yeah, no, they weren't inline line ones. They were they were the I don't know what the no. correct terminology is, but the four four yeah. four by four. Yeah. Um, it was, it, but they were pure days. They were better days. They were before I realised my dick would get me in trouble. <laughs> Party, you know all about that. Come on. <laughs> skating, yeah. I, I always preferred um, inline skates. I had a pair of them and used to go up and down the hill. I'm not talking about roller skates. I'm talking about your dick. I was trying to change the subject. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. Came, I'm bringing it back. Came in I'm from roller back. skating. Came in from roller skating and watched, <laughs> his, watched his bestiality porn. Buddy, I had a lovely buddy, night. Tell, tell us... <laughs> Tell us about your dick, buddy. Come. It's okay. It's it's um it's serving been, you well. It's serving. It's doing. It's doing a grand old job. It's okay. I'm. I've been on my own for for three weeks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a bit bored of it. <laughs> Chafed. I've been um. I'm like I'm like like many men who've um who've had to start working many from men. home. <laughs> many men who've who've been working from home for the last eighteen months with their partner. And the whole kind of um, the kind of alone time that you'd get has been drastically reduced. So my wife had to go visit family for when her sister's having it off. Everything's all right. But I, I thought, oh yeah, here we go. Got <laughs> Everything's some all right. Just don't worry. Man time. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. She survived. Some some man time with my dick, and it's it was good for a week. First week, and now I'm just like, just can't find. Can't, I keep searching for that next high, and I can't find it. Yeah, just looking down at it and going like, you should you should be better. This is the first, like, like the first time in life. It, like my my dick has been hanging between my legs, 
for 40 years. 40 years? Like it's been, <laughs> do you ever think about that? How long your, your yeah. cock has been hanging between your legs? And 40 just, years is yeah. a long time for something to be just there. It's, that is a long time. The, the weirdest thing for me about my dick is that I feel like, um, you know, human beings, they like they sort of grow at a similar stage. So like your ears keep growing, all that sort of stuff. I think basically I was born and my penis was one size and then my body just grew around it. So like when I was born, I had a massive cock. It slowly got smaller every decade. Like a puppy's ears. A puppy's yeah. born has massive ears. They, like, they grow into it. But like mine just, my body just carried on growing. So like, I was like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. It was pretty, pretty big. And then it's just got smaller and smaller and smaller as I got older. And now, obviously, the, the gut and all the shit around it is just making it look even worse. So, yeah, it's I've got not, a cock a like a puppy's ear. I think <laughs> that's the, the name of the podcast, I think. If you think about it, like, you've been looking after it for 40 years. Like, if I get to three years with a mobile phone, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I've really looked after this thing. But your dick, you've, you've not lost it. You've kept it clean. You've not banged it too often for 40 years you've treated it really well there's been there's been there's been evenings in the last 10 years where i've woke up in the morning looked down at my chap and thought i'm sorry about that mate just apologize to your own dick have you ever apologized to your own dick no no it knows it, this is it's um you should biotic-ish. have done that's why that's why buddy that's why your dick hates you you gotta <laughs> apologize to it every now and then if you if you take advantage of it John, your your uh, your your uh, your silence is notable. Um, I don't look after my dick. I just um, I think don't care about it really. I, I t- to be honest, I was just thinking about a time where I have a scar on my penis, um, and it's quite an odd. So basically, when I was a young man, I was playing uh, Sunday league football. It's how all good penis stories start. And um, <laughs> I was in centre forward and against the roughest team, uh, Blunham, they're called. And what do they do to your dick? So basically, I just um, nutmegged this horrible old massive geezer twice in the same game. The second time, he just went straight through the back of me. The game carried on. I, we were both sort of getting up off the ground, and I just felt this arm come through my legs. And he just got hold of my bollocks and was just squeezing my cock and bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like 17, and he's about 45. And I'm just going, ah! <laughs> right now he's about 70 now and no, he's done that I mean. to you he's literally he doesn't know this but right now i'm thinking about him grabbing my pet <laughs> he's got no idea and every time i look at that i've got this like weird like line where he literally pierced the skin i've got scars every time i look at it i just think oh blind him away he's living rent rent free in your head <laughs> literally rent, rent free in my dick yeah, well, buddy what's the worst thing you've ever done to your dick I know we've said I've told this story many times on the fight. Tell it again. I ripped it. Sh- I ripped it to shreds in. in, in... <laughs> fucking cheese grated it. <laughs> well, how? How? For people, new listeners. <laughs> it was um. It was it was the. So it was the winter of two thousand and eight, and I was I was in Colombia. <laughs> the winter of discontent. <laughs> it was the, so. This happened on the winter of two thousand. <laughs> go on, buddy. Go on. My now wife, I'd met her here, and um, she she went back to Colombia, and I, I chased her halfway across the world because because I because I love her. Yeah, and you're and, romantic. Um, that, that's a wonderful romantic thing to do, hmm. buddy. So we we went out there and um, had loads of friends, and we would for for maybe six weeks we'd just go out to the countryside and 
find like a villa, rent it out, and just you know drink, have sex, and just jump in pools and stuff. What? Like that. that sounds like a dream. What wonderful! Oh, it was great, wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. one day I was, we were having a, a quite a vigorous sex. And, and then um, one day, and I'd been drinking, so you know you're kind of numb to pain and everything else. And yeah. after we finished, I, I, I withdrew, and there was blood all over the place. <laughs> oh God! And I thought, um, I said. Um, is, you, is it your time of the month or are you on? Like, oh, no. <laughs> I like the fact you started blaming and, uh, her. Tim Blame, classic. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't know where to, I couldn't work out where's the blood come from. And mm. then I peered down and there's a, a bit of skin detached and then there's blood just going. Um, what, just... What, 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 what's spurting out? Yeah, well, not spurting. It wasn't an archery, but it was like. You know, it, it was, was like flowing. Beading. It was flowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was beading out, yeah. Beading and, out. Uh, and I was just like, what the fuck? So I, I washed it, and you know when you cut when you wash a, a cut and blood yeah. still keeps coming uh, out. Yeah, out. yeah, it's it's scary, yeah, especially so, when it's uh, your dick. Yeah, so eventually I got some tissue paper. I mean, I'm in this house in the middle of nowhere. There's no hospital or anything for fucking hours away. So oh I God. put some tissue paper on and had a drink and forgot about it. And until and I had forgotten about it until I jumped in a highly chlorinated pool oh. maybe three hours later. And you know when you, you've seen a cat get thrown into a pool, it kind of jumps out immediately. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it stung like hell, man. And, and, uh, and so how long till you got repaired? Well, the, my, your body heals itself. And okay. it, it healed, but it healed incorrectly. And um, I had to come back to England. When eventually I came back to England, I had to go, um, had to, go to the, the hot... Oh, first of all, I explained to my... To my parents. I don't know why I did, but I explained to them. I need to go to the doctor's guy. I think I got a problem. <laughs> so they didn't. They didn't need to know. But Probably. something in you thought I better tell my parents about it. I mean, I'm sharing with with you and all your listeners, so I, you know I should really. I'm our listeners, buddy, it. stop saying you are listeners. Sorry. And then um, I went to I went to the doctors and I had to whip it out and I said da da da. This is what happened. And he said, Yeah, you're going to need to get that removed. And oh. uh, I, I got it removed. Now you're circumcised. I I'm circumcised, <laughs> and to be honest, and to be honest, it was the greatest thing that ever happened. It's, uh, I, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. So, yeah, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question, boys? Both of you, and and the first person to answer correctly gets uh, a blowjob from me. <laughs> what? How the fuck did we get onto this subject? Um, we're talking about um, your penis. Look, you look up. You love your penis. And, yeah, but why? Uh, why did I get to that? Because I, I can't remember. I can't remember either. All right, no blowjobs. No blowjobs. No blowjobs. Uh, Lord, Lord says, uh, "Is it fully dicks out celebration when we win the league? Hundred percent, all yep. day." Uh, 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 I think we'll end on this one from Jack Kirby Lowe. He says, "Is Harry's lack of goals a concern or not? Such a worry given the quality of his play elsewhere on the pitch." It, sorry. Is Harry Gaines' lack of goals a concern or not such a worry, given the quality of his play elsewhere? Are you, wor- are you worried about Harry Kane not scoring, John? Really? Um, does it, matter? it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't really matter. I thought also, like, um, I didn't actually see the game live, so I had to rewatch it uh, earlier, but a couple of the balls he played were fucking ludicrous yesterday. There was one back yeah. to goal. It just yes. bounces up and just side foot, like outside the right foot, like swinging volley. A little volley. Just a little bit of fade on it. it. Just it was fucking mental. And I was like, yeah. was that a few years ago? There was that um, sort of compilation of those type of passes floating around from Kane, and people just like, oh, he's not appreciated for what he's got. There isn't another centre forward in the league that can even think about at that pass, let alone execute it. 
if he starts doing that kind of shit, it's a matter of time until he just gets on a run. Um, I'm re- I'm really not worried about it. It's Harry Kane. Every every time he doesn't score for one minute, everyone in the world wants to go, oh, he's going for a bad run. This is genuinely his first proper like bad run, I think. Barren. Um, it happens to all of the best strikers of, in history. He will score again and then he'll score shitloads. Like, no, I'm not worried really at all. Um, Bud, you, are you are you on the road to forgiving him? Or, or where are you at with him? Um, I still think we should sell him and go sign Vlaovic for Fiorentina. That's what I would do. Um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't expect it to go that way. No, no, no. no, no it was very conclusive, to be fair. <laughs> 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 so what I was expecting to come back... <laughs> what I was expecting to come back was... Yeah, oh, well, you know, like he's like I'm still hurting from the summer, but as long as he starts scoring goals, I can forgive him. You just went sell him, get another one. <laughs> I am. I, Vlahovic is playing really, really well at the moment. He's doing. He looks mustard. Things. He looks absolutely mustard, I mean, isn't he? he? Physically, he, he he's grown as well, and he's scoring different types of goals, not just not just penalties. And yeah, he's he's brilliant. So, um, uh, that that would be a good place to to end. Body, because you know more about him than almost everybody else listening to this, because you watch that shit hole league that you think's all right. <clears throat> but um, yeah, like, is he like, is he, is he a player that's gonna? If we don't sign him, that he'll, and we wait too long, that he'll end up at Man City or Barcelona or Real Madrid or Chelsea, well, that that kind of thing. I, I could, I don't think he's gonna go Chelsea. They got Lukaku, Barcelona, Skin. But what I'm, what I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking about... Is he like, that level? Yes. Yeah, he, he is that level. He's getting towards that level. Um, he's, he's really improving this year. He's doing some amazing things this year in a, in a pretty, pretty kind of average team. And yeah, he's edging towards that kind of top level. Juve had taken a long, hard look at him. What, what kind of statement would it be if Tottenham signed him and didn't sell Kane? Oh, it'd be a huge statement. That'd be, just would like, it? That'd be a crazy statement. Would it? Like, could you see a system under Conte where both those players could play? Um, I'm sure he can make it work in a two for sure. I'm not sure what happens to Sun, but uh, yeah, they could. Uh, not they won't work in a three, uh, but Kane and Vlahovic could work in a two for sure. With a ten. Yeah, Kane could just play a little bit off him, but then I don't know where Sun goes. Okay, let me ask you another question. If um, if we could get that guy in. And, and and Son becomes a player that doesn't fit, so we have to play him off the bench, and perhaps his his um his market value dips somewhat. Would that be worth us doing? Because like we were all sentimental to, towards Son, and we should be because he's been so great. But if the betterment of Tottenham Hotspur was to to sign what's his name, Valich. <laughs> If it was the, to, to, if it was Valage. better to, oh, yeah, to just oh, the wheel lad, Valage, eh? on, The older I get, the more I'm like Alan Brazil. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, it, 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 like if you if you remove sentiment, I guess I'm asking if you remove sentiment and Son is less of a player or less intrinsic to Tottenham's success, and we have those two as our front three, would you do that? Um, I'm a firm believer in selling players when they're at peak value. And I think part of the problem Tottenham find themselves in these days is because we've never sold when we should have sold. We should, we should have sold Dyer, we should have sold um, Winks, we should have sold Delhi. 
Uh, probably should have sold Kane this year. You need to sell when the when the stock yeah, is but a lot high. of hindsight. A lot of hindsight there, though, mate. No, I don't think so. It's just we we're so scared as fan as a fan base, and we're so scared of a club of selling to our rivals that it ends up crippling us. We should it's because we should because the rhetoric for the years has been don't be a selling club. That's what that's where that comes from from a fan fans perspective. Yeah, but the best clubs are selling clubs. The best clubs know when. To, the problem with Tottenham is when we do sell, we just buy idiots, uh, and that's always a problem. But I, I, we should have sold. <laughs> it is a problem if you buy idiots. Um, <laughs> I um, I do think that I totally agree with what Barley's saying. Like I think we we have there's been some times when we like people were at their their absolute top level and we could have sold. And I do think the reason that we didn't is because we felt that we were like one or two signings away from doing something quite special. And then we couldn't make those signings. And then we hang on for them too long. And then we get to this point. I think I would say though about like the Vlaovic and Kane up front, and therefore Sun doesn't fit in is. We really do have aspirations of like being a top club. They don't think that way. They think just get them in. Like, yeah, doesn't matter. I mean, look at City. They've got like Grealish, Mares, Silva, and I know they're like, but that, they're all playing the same position. They just sign ten of them and have them all available. And no team plays the same team week in week out. Like they just don't. They just rotate all the time. And we, I think we we've got to try and change our mentality as a fan base potentially to be like. Get loads of fucking good players and make it work. Like we don't have to just find a perfect eleven because it doesn't happen. Look at look at Chelsea's squad is fucking ridiculous. There are so many good players in that squad that I would love to have at Spurs that just play the odd game here and there because that's what it takes to to really challenge for the title. And so get just buy all the players, buy all the players. There's my um, there's my advice. You you made some good points because. Chelsea and City know they're going to have enough games during the year for Champions League and everything else to, to rotate. I agree with John Bass. Let's just keep saying uh, Kane and Son and bye Blavich. Done. <laughs> uh, do you know what makes me happy, John? John? You know the answer. What am I going to say? I don't know. It could, it could be a whole host of things. It could be cock-related. could be food-related. It could be my ginormous size. I don't know what it is. Close. To, right. Your mum's ginormous tit. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let's be honest, if, we, if we're really thinking about it, they the reason they're probably massive is because they're carrying a lot of nutrients to uh, grow an enormous human. It's got to be. She must, your mum must look at you and go, fuck, I grew that. Yeah, fucking hell, I've, I've got a hell, of a hell of a milky set of tits here because that is, that is mental. It's you know, wonderful. they're saying, eat your crust, you'll get curly hair, like, have your milk, you'll have strong teeth. Fucking hell, what have I been eating? Because look at the size of that fat cunt. <laughs> well, you you must... Baby. <laughs> Not especially. I told you, I think my cock was massive uh, and I was tiny. I, I probably, they probably thought I was like, you know, one of those premature babies, just had a massive cock and just grew into the body. John Bast, you, you strike me as a man who has been breastfed until he was 12. <laughs> that, that's, uh, I'm going to end the podcast. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. 12 years old, you're going out to your mum going, Bitty. Yeah. One love. I'm Go thirsty. On. Where's, where's breakfast? Whap, whap them out. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know. I've, that's, that's, the, that's the correct way to end the podcast, I think. Um, Bardi, thank you so much, mate. It's been a pleasure. Lovely Friday night with you. <laughs> and uh, John Bass. Um, it's always a pleasure talking about my mum's tits and my little cock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 I could do that to the day I die. <laughs> Bye. Bye, boys. Bye. Okay. <laughs> the end. Bye. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
lock a dummy in the bummy of your mummy. Fighting cock and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat baits and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com protect. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.